Raider Nation, what is the deal, man? Once again, you're back for another episode of the Raiders Recap on the Sick Podcast, man. Glad to be back with y'all today. Has some things going on, but we back to business talking that Raiders football. And at the end of the day, right, we're going to be previewing the game against the New England Patriots. What do the Raiders need to do? What do we need to see as fans, right, in order for us to say we're going in the right direction? Also, a little bit of trade speculation going on, right? And, and you know, the Raiders might have their names in a couple of hats. So at the end of the day, got to go through that. So let's go ahead and get the intro started and let's get the show cracking. Turn up your volume. Your volume. Because you're about to listen to The Sick Podcast. Raiders Recap. Jacobs with running room right up the middle. Jacobs is on his way. The Raiders are going to win this game. The sickest Las Vegas Raiders podcast. It's going to be sick. What is the deal? Once again, it's another episode of the Raiders Recap on the Sick Podcast. Make sure you guys are hitting that like and subscribe button and tap on that little notification bell so you get updated when we do drop episodes and drop our reactions post and pre-game. At the end of the day, like I said, we got to preview the game against the New England Patriots coming up this Sunday, right? And at the same time, we'll get into just a little bit of that trade speculation. But to start with the game coming on Sunday, the Raiders, what they need to do is plain and simple, right? And that is to win this game and not only win this game, but convincingly win it, right? And why do I say that? Because as fans, we all saw what they looked like on Monday night, right? A win is a win, but it was not pretty. And me personally, I was a guy that said I didn't really care how the Raiders won on Monday night, right? Because you've been on the losing side of things. So at the end of the day, you need to get back to your winning ways. You just need to find a way to win the game. Boom, you did that. Cool. Now, against teams like this, if you really want to make a case that the Raiders can make a strong push, a strong run, because we see it every year, right? Certain teams start slow, and then as the year progresses, they start to get hotter and hotter. If the Raiders are going to be one of those teams, these are the type of building blocks and type of games you need to start winning convincingly, right? Because as a Raider fan in, in Raiders history, let's just say the past five years, the Raiders always tend to seem to play down to their competition. No matter if on paper the roster is more talented. The Raiders have done that consistently, let's just say over the past five to ten years. They've done that. So at the end of the day, we need to sit here, right, as a fan base, and we need to get some to get confidence in this team. We need to see them finally do something we haven't seen them do in quite a long time. And that's beat the teams you're supposed to beat. And not only do that, but do it in a way where we're not holding our breath, biting our nails. Because let's be completely honest. Yes, it's the NFL, right? And every team has talent, whatever the case. But we've all watched the Patriots these last five weeks. Nobody can sit here and tell me that the Patriots are a good football team. And yes, the Raiders have had their struggles, but not like the Patriots. There's, there's worse, right? There's worse to be had. So at the end of the day, you need to beat this team. You need to beat this team convincingly on all phases of the football. We start with the defensive side because that's the side right now that has me excited. You need to continue your dominance. The defense can't take a step back and make Matt Jones look like the second coming of Tom Brady. When this whole week period, when the whole five-week period, we've watched Matt Jones, he's looked terrible. And they're talking about benching him. 
Now, am I saying it's his fault that he looks bad? No, I'm not saying it's all on Mac Jones. But at the end of the at the end of the day, the film is the film, and on film, he does not look good. So from that point, you cannot come out here and be the first team of the season that he sits here and has a career day against 200 plus yards, damn near 300, two touch. Like, come on, bro. You know what I mean? That that's clownery, finest. So you can't do that. You can't take a step back, especially when you've been playing so good over the past couple of weeks. I've argued the whole season the defense has played good. You can argue to me the Buffalo game, but even more so, I can push back on you and say the Buffalo game was more of the offense. So in every game, the defense is somewhat kept us in it. Now, and to the next point, you have started to catch that turnover bug. The turnover bug that we've consistently talked about in the offseason, training camp, coaches talked about it, players talked about it, shit, even me, content creators, fans, everybody. This is the year to start getting the turnovers together, right? Over the, over the course of the first four weeks, you didn't really get one. You had opportunities, but you didn't grab one. Now you're starting to put it together, right? Now you start to see, right, a game against Green Bay, you grab yourself three turnovers, right? And then you get one against Justin Herbert. When he hasn't thrown a pick all season, you get one. You cause pressure. The game against Justin Herbert, you play, you play pretty well to win the game. Game against Jordan Love, same thing, right? So now we need to sit here and see that same thing. The turnover bug needs to stay. At least get you one. Not saying you got to come out here and give us three turnovers, but at least give us one, right, against Mac Jones, whether, whether it be a fumble, whether it be, you know, an interception. Regardless of it, get you one turnover. And the final point. Right. Cause some habits back there, man. Cause some habits. I think over the past couple of weeks, we've seen Patrick Graham kind of make tweaks and adjustments to the system. Right. And he understands now that you cannot get pressure with four players, which is going to lead us into that trade speculation a little later in the show. But you're not going to be able to get pressure with four players unless, you know, a four down lineman, unless, you know, the other team is dumb enough to let Max Crosby go one on one majority of the game, which Green Bay did. Right. Didn't have a really set plan for it. So at the end of the day, Max Crosby is going to wreck the game. But you can't count on that type of production every week. It's it's unrealistic right now. If Max Crosby gives you that type of input week in, week out, well, he definitely should be defensive player of the year. No fucking question. Right. No question in my mind. But at the end of the day, you can't think about that's realistic for Max Crosby to do what he did on Monday every single week. It's unrealistic. He needs some type of help. So Patrick Graham has realized now, now I got to start blitzing. I got to start bringing more than four, maybe five, maybe six, right? Let's get some linebackers involved. Let's get some corners blitzing. Let's do safeties. Blah, blah. You know, there's a lot of things the Raiders are doing defensively now to try to, you know, uh, uh, confuse quarterbacks, to try to get them off rhythm. And I love it. I'm here for it. I'm definitely here for it. And that's one thing that I've said Patrick Graham needed to do. And now that he's turned around, if you're not going to get pressure before, you need to start blitzing and you need to start being creative in your packages on how you bring people to get to the quarterback. You've done that. Now you have to continue, right? You have to cause havoc back there, man. Mac Jones cannot sit back there comfortably. He has to be pressured. He has to be all off target, right? In order for us to now obtain how we want to obtain a turnover, that's what's going to need to be required. So as for the defensive side of the ball, don't take a step back, bro. Continue your dominance. Elevate, right, to the next level now. There's still more to be had. Defense is sitting at 16th. Well, it's not 15th. It's not 15th yet. And that's the goal. Top 15. 
That's what we need. Never said this defense is going to be top 10, but if we can get to top 15, that's a huge step in the right direction. So get there. Always more to be had. As for the offensive side of the ball, you ain't taking no steps back. It's just time to take a goddamn step forward at this point, right? Right. The rubber is time to meet the road. It's over now for Jimmy Garoppolo and my patience with him and Josh McDaniels in this experiment. It's over. I don't give a damn, and, and I know some of you still believe Jimmy gives us a better chance to win over Aiden O'Connell. I don't care. The things I've seen from Jimmy Garoppolo, I, I, I could see a rookie doing, right? I, I see a rookie do the shit and have the same type of performance. The rubber is time to meet the road, bro. Yes, Jimmy Garoppolo was not their first option at quarterback, but the motherfuckers brought him in. They brought him in here. So at the end of the day, they had some type of confidence in what Jimmy Garoppolo can do. It's time for that confidence to show. Whether it be Josh McDaniels not unlocking the full playbook, then if that's the case, bro, it's time to take the training wheels off. Because whatever you're doing now, even if you're doing things to try to help Russell Wilson, he, oh, Russell, sorry, I'm thinking about last night and the terrible last performance I saw there. Oh, uh, even if you're doing things to help Jimmy Garoppolo, which I would argue they both played ass, right? I mean, you doing things to help Jimmy Garoppolo, the shit ain't helping. Because he still is throwing turnovers and doing all that. Now, when you go on the film, you go even further. There's just so much a coach can do. You can call the right play. You can have the right this and that. But if the player is not seeing the field and executing as he is supposed to, then it's never going to look the way it's supposed to look. So it's on both of them now. Both of y'all. Because you have a $102 million offense. $102 million offense. Offensive guru who's averaging 17 points a goddamn game. That shit is embarrassing. It's embarrassing. And if you come out here against New England and they hold you to under 20 points, oh, yeah, it's time to go. We might as well let Patrick Graham call the shots because at least his side of the ball is performing, right? Like I said, I'm cool with a win last week. But me, I'm always a person that there's always better to get. And, yes, you can live in a moment in a certain degree, but as a team, We've done that too many times where we've had a win and we've lived in that moment. And then the next week you got your ass whooped by a team you're not supposed to get your ass whooped by. Right? It's happened multiple times. That's the type of because that's the type of players we have. It's the type of coaches we have who were good with good enough. Right? And that's why we never won shit. It's time to change that now. Now you get the win. Cool. Now this is a team right here you are supposed to be. And not only beat. But whoop their ass is the expectation. And I don't care how we've played throughout the season, right? If I'm the coach and if Josh McDaniels really wants to keep his job, you say the expectation is to play better than what we have. Yeah, we've squeaked out wins, but the wins still ain't made me satisfied. And I have a right to feel like that as a fan, right? You can be mad. Yeah, we won, we won. But I'm not resting on laurels, bro. We're two and fucking three, right? It's not like we're five and one. Like we were the Chiefs, and you know, they, they don't look all that good either. The Chiefs don't look all that good, but they're five and one. So shit, there's not much for me to complain about. We still we're five. We got all these wins, and you know, we're doing this. It is what it is. The Raiders are two and three. We're winning, we're not winning games. We don't have a winning record. So at the end of the day, th- these sweet by wins ain't gonna get the shit done. It ain't gonna satisfy me, and I hope it don't satisfy y'all. We should want excellence. And, and Although, like I said, we're not Super Bowl contention, 
Right? We're not in Super Bowl contention, but you, it's it's easy to see a team trending in the right direction. And that's where we need to get to, right? We can't plateau. Oh, cool, 17, 16 win. Oh, you beat the – come on, bro. You come out here and beat the Patriots 17 to 16. What the fuck does that look like? As bad as they look, right? So as for this offense, it's time to get that shit in gear, right? Jimmy Garoppolo needs to start taking care of the football. There's no excuse. I don't want to hear this shit. It's six touchdowns, seven interceptions. He gets no pass for me. Like I said, I could put a rookie in there. I could put Aiden O'Connell in there. He could have did that shit, right? He could have gave me six touchdowns or seven interceptions. What the hell am I paying him for? All this money to do that, right? So, boom, he has to play better, take care of the ball. Josh Jacobs, it's time to get that going, right? It's time now, and we're starting to see a little bit more. He's coming, he's coming into form, right? And I think this happened like this last year. First four weeks, first five weeks he was in, you know, and then as the season continued, he started coming to form. So maybe it, it takes that trend. But the offensive line has to play more consistent. And I'm talking about even veterans that we have on there that need to play better. Colton Miller, Jermaine Illuminor, Andre James. These are guys that we sat here and said, these are veterans. They need to, they, they need to come in here and, and actually play better and actually play away in order to protect our quarterback and get the rushing leader from last year going again. They have not. Colton Miller has underperformed at spots. Andre James has been very disappointing in spots. Jermaine Illuminor has been very disappointing in spots. And it's a guy I think that may have to get bumped out. Because when Thayer Mumford came in, we had a little bit more nasty in that run game. Right? And we had a little bit more, we had a little bit more dirtiness to us. And that's what I like. He came in here, we immediately got shit cracking. Maybe it's time to make that switch. Greg Van Roten, whoever thought it was a good idea to move on from Alex Bars to Greg Van Roten, hey, hey, you're going to need an answer for that. Because, I mean, and don't get me wrong, I don't think Alex Bars is the best guard in the world, but shit, he's better than what we're seeing from Greg Van Roten. So whoever thought that was a good idea to move the continuity from that to this, trash, trash decision. Trash decision. So at the end of the day, the, con the, the, the continuity needs to be there for this offensive line and the consistency needs to be there to get this offense going, right? Now, yes, I will say the offensive line has been shaky in the past game too as in the past couple of weeks. But there are times, right, where Jimmy has protection and he's still sitting back there, you know, happy feet. There's still times, right? It's not all on the offensive line. It's not all, it's not, bro, it's not like we have the Giants offensive line. That's different, right? Like, because you're looking at that and you're like, oh, yeah, that's bad offensive line. This, this is mid-tier, mid-tier, right? So at the end of the day, Jimmy should be able to make shit work with this. It's no excuse no more after this week. This is the week. Get your shit together. Receivers, you can't really say nothing about the receivers because they're dependent on the position that's not playing well right now, right? And, and Devontae's eating still, you know? Jacoby's eating. Sure. Hunter Renfro, I pretty much gave up on that because the fact that I think he's going to be trade capital. That, you know, I think Hunter Renfro is good as gone. Now, if he ends up doing what he's saying, cool, good. We win more. It is what it is. But as I sit here today, I don't think he stayed. Right? So in that mind, get Trey Tucker the ball more. Start getting more people the ball. Get Trey Tucker the ball. Get Michael Mayer the ball more. You brought in Austin Hooper. For what? Bring him in. Get him the ball. Amir Abdullah. Get him the ball. 
These are guys, DeAndre Carter. These are guys in space that you should be able to get the football and they can make things happen. Devontae and Jacoby are going to eat regardless because they can run every route in the tree. But as far as these other guys, you got to start spreading the wealth, right? And don't get it to the point where you're like, oh, yeah, we're going to make it a point to not give it to Devontae or we're going to make it a point to do this and force some other shit. But at the end of the day, there has to be some other type of way. And to be fair to Josh McDaniels, because I have to be fair. There's times you watch on film, motherfuckers are streaking wide open. That falls on Jimmy now. So like I said, it's both of them. Josh McDaniels and Jimmy Garoppolo are under the scope for this game. They need to get themselves together, and they need to find a way to squeak out over 20 points. No excuse. No excuse to not score over 20 points against this team. And if you don't, I'm coming out here, and I'm having a different tune, even if we win the game. Like I said, we win the game 17 to 8 or some shit like that. I'm looking at them like, you know, I'm not fucking impressed. That's not impressed. So at the end of the day, we, we need to go ahead and have a better win about ourselves. Now, last thing I do want to touch on, trade speculation. Now, it is speculated that the Raiders are still looking for a DN, right? A DN who is going to come in here and kind of replace the Chandler Jones production, which we sat here and said for months, or not months, but weeks, right? Because I know a lot of you like Malcolm Koontz and love Malcolm Koontz. He's not a three-down DN. He's not a guy that you can leave in there for three downs. Now, some of you are going to be smart asses and say, but he literally is played three downs. Dummy. A three down DN is a guy who can play the run, the pass, and everything in between. Malcolm Koontz isn't doing that. He's rushing the passer. That's his job. That's what he does well. And he is better suited to rush and be a rotational pass rusher. That doesn't mean he's not a good player. That does not mean he's not a good player, but you have to use him at what he's strongest at. And what he's strongest at is his pass rush ability. I guarantee you the Raiders are looking for somebody who can play all three downs. Somebody who can play the run, rush the passer, right? And at the end of the day, we sit here and say, all right, we can bring Michael Kuhn's in in certain spots to get after the quarterback. Really put that pressure and apply that pressure. Malcolm Coons ain't a guy that can do that right now. He's not a three-down DM. So the Raiders are still looking for that production. And like we said on this channel, and we said for weeks, they're going to need to replace that Chandler Jones production because, one, Malcolm Coons isn't that, and two, right, Tyree Wilson is not all the way there yet. He's getting there week by week, getting better, getting better. But he's not all the way there where you can just leave him in and be like, yeah, that's the guy. You know what I mean? There's still more to be had with them. There's still more work to be put in. So they need to, they need a guy that can come in here and kind of relieve that pressure off of both of their shoulders, Coons and Wilson, a guy that can come in here that can relieve both of them. So who would you be looking at? Now, it was said that the Raiders are looking for player for player swap. Now you get more information and new information that says the Raiders are willing to come off of draft, cap, draft capital if it's a player that fits into the long-term plans of this, of this franchise, right? For example, you look at Devontae Adams. You give up a first round for that. I don't think anybody sat here and cared that we gave up a first-round pick for Devontae Adams. I don't give a shit because at the end of the day, one, we ain't drafted right, and two, no first-round pick was going to outperform what he's giving us right now. So that's what it is as far as the Raiders. If you're going to look for a DN, one, I say this. If you're going to trade for a DN, don't give me no shit where somebody's on the fringe and, you know, he 
He may or may not be good. Bro, if you're going to trade for somebody, get somebody who's going to come in here and give you immediate production. I don't want to bank on shit. I want, I want to know when he comes in here, this is going to be a guy that's going to give us something. Right? I eat Devontae. When Devontae came in here, there was no question in my mind. No question in my mind. We're about to see dominance. It has to be the same thing because we have never invested in this defense the way we have invested in this offense. And it's time to stop that shit. It's time to stop. You need to start investing in this defense the way you do this offense and the way to show your defensive players, i.e. Max Crosby, you want to give them more help. You want to invest in them. You bring somebody in here that's going to actually make an impact. So that's how I'm thinking. So if you're going to do that, and you hear the, the talk now, player for player, and they're willing to give up draft capital if it's a guy that fits into the long-term plans, you got to start looking around the league on who fits that criteria. To me, my number, my top two, Brian Burns, Chase Young. Brian Burns may be a little hard to obtain, but I just, I just have the sneaky suspicion, right? I don't know why, right? And maybe they take Hunter Renfro and some draft capital. Hunter Renfro and some draft because they're looking for a receiver. I believe Hunter Renfro from South Carolina, right? Carolina needs themselves some type of, of draft capital. They don't have a first-round pick. And if you're willing to come off a first-round pick for Brian Burns, you're still going to need to pay him. But we'd be able to do that. So at the end of the day, would it be feasible to say you can maybe, you know, if, if you think that, but then this is the problem. If you think that, you know, Brian Burns is going to outlast and, you know, be a, a big part of this franchise moving forward. You know, are you willing to give up that first round pick? Now you run the risk of not getting a quarterback next year. That's the thing, because you, whatever reason, they refuse to show us what Aiden O'Connell has. Right. So we don't know that. We have no idea what that is. So we can't fully go into next year saying we're going to get another quarterback without knowing what Aiden O'Connell is. And we already know what Jimmy is. So that's the risk you run. Chase Young, you probably don't have to give up a first-round pick, right? Or me, a guy like Leonard Williams, who I'm very interested in, you won't have to give up a first-round pick for that. So there are things to do. At the end of the day, like I'm saying, just the, the, the basis of it, the Raiders need to go all in on this defense. If they're really going to be serious, right, give Pastor Graham the tools he needs, give Max Crosby the help he needs, and let's invest finally in this defense as we're supposed to, right? But – once again, if you like, if you dislike anything that I've said in this video, if you agree, disagree with anything I've said, comment down below. Let's have a talk about it. Share this out to your friends, to your fam who are Raider fans. See if they agree. They disagree. Let me know. Let us know down below, man. Try to get to y'all comments. And, right, remember, hit the like. Hit the subscribe button. Hit the notification bell so you get updated when we drop episodes like this one right here. Follow the Sick Podcast and the Sick Network, man, because we got a lot of shows, a lot of people that are just great, great analysts, man, of this game that we call football right here, man. So at the end of the day, it's a it's a privilege to be able to work with these guys, man, and work with these companies. A lot of great things coming out. So make sure you guys tapping on all them buttons, and we're going to see y'all next time on the Raiders Recap. And that's a wrap. Hope you don't miss us too much until next time. Follow the Sick Podcast Raiders Recap on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts.